Do you wanna rub on Simba's tummy? Or think that Spider-Man looks extra yummy? The pain of childhood is super funny. On Did That Do It For Ya? Hello and welcome to another episode of That Do It For Ya podcast, the Sexual Awakenings podcast where we talk about the media that made us horny for the first time. It's finally happening, folks. I've <laughs> talked about this for the for the two years that this podcast happening has been going on. This our fortieth <laughs> our fortieth episode is finally finally happening. The Krista Umberfirth is oh with my us. God. <laughs> it's me. I'm here. Oh, Krista, how are Hi. you? <laughs> so good. I'm so good. I'm chilling. Uh, just watched. You know. A very um 2000s movie <laughs> ah, we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that I have to ask are you in like a greenhouse what's going on are you in like a four poster bed I'm no it's that... yeah it's just my it's just the the bedroom it's our bed frame <laughs> a very regal <laughs> classic I there so like yours and Kelly's house I've <laughs> never been to the new one but I went to the one the first one in Los Angeles Yes. Yes, yes. And also your old, it's all good. Your old home in Ashland, Oregon. So many living things just like full of plants. And yes. <laughs> so I just, I saw that. I need to feel completely surrounded. <laughs> That's great. The, the air in your house is fresh, <laughs> but how are you is the question on everyone's minds. I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm in LA. I'm a mother of four. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, a, a big thing happened to to one of your babies today, and one yeah, of your other yeah. babies the day before. My cat got his balls uh, chopped off today. A, an and important day in every man's life. I mean, you could not tell. The boy is running all over the house. Um, oh, good. He had his bris, and he's just up and up and running. Well, apparently, he got some drug that um, is supposed to have him like high for three whole days to help with the surgery so he's like extra extra stony baloney he's on drugs good for him yeah. I'm jealous yeah it's quite the quite the trip um <laughs> and how's the little girl after having her 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 tubes tied <laughs> Lily's good she um you know we got her a little surgery suit so she doesn't um like, cause the cones cats hate cones yes so everyone knows cats hate cones. So, um, we got her the little suit and it's been really good. She walks super funny in it. I falls saw asleep that, right away. I saw that on your Instagram story and I thought that you were just like swaddling her like a baby. <laughs> I was today because her and Fern were trying to fucking fight. It was crazy. Yes, she did not recognize <laughs> her brother on drugs. Nope, nope. Did I, they... oh, I just heard a crash broom. So uh -oh. So did they not give her the, did they not give her the same drugs that they gave him to like keep her high? No, we've been giving her um stuff every day. Um I forget, I think it's a moxicillin or maybe that's Harvey. I don't know. I have so many children. <laughs> They're all on drugs. They so, are every yeah. single one of them. So right like now. is it is it like a situation where it's like they won't give people with vaginas who are getting IUDs, they won't give them pain meds? Is this like what's going on with the little girl? Right. Possibly, you know, oh, misogyny and veterinary <laughs> practice. My God, oh, terrible! But I saw you recently. You were in, you were in Oregon, and I got to of see course. you. And yes. that was for the first time in a while. I feel like I got to see you. Yeah, I think the last time um, was at a distance during COVID. Or oh no, no, no! It was in, it was in Connecticut. 
Oh yeah. Uh, not that long. It was long. Then I saw you in Connecticut. You were when yeah. you were working on Between Two Knees at Yale Repertory Theater. Yes. Yes. Good time. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so, 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 so great. It was so cool to get to, to come and, and watch you do that. Krista, yeah. tell the listeners at home, my, my handful of listeners, um, how, how did we, how did we meet? Oh my God. Okay. So we were in a theater at the Southern Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Uh, we were all in the waiting room to audition for Secret Garden. <laughs> and what was it? I walked, oh, someone walked up to me. Your roommate walked up <gasps> to me and was like, this is dead names. <laughs> Please give it to them. And I was like, okay, who is it? That person? And I just like stomped over you and shoved it in your face and kind of declared friendship at that moment. It was amazing. I thought that you were very beautiful and friendly. And at that juncture, not many people had been nice to me um, at Southern Oregon University. Um, but yes, I remember that roommate. I supposedly owe him a great deal of money. But yeah, truly. I don't think that I don't think so. But he <laughs> is out there somewhere thinking somewhere, patting himself on the back. <laughs> so, well, no, probably furious, probably like oh. enraged. I stole his cat and he thinks I owe him a bunch of money. Oh, right. I forgot about that. That was a <laughs> monstrosity of a drama. Oh, I just he left to go, you know, garden. <laughs> for for the summer and left me with with the cat and I became very close with the cat and yes. I when he decided he was going to move out I was like I want the cat I've been paying for the cat's food and I took the cat to the vet and uh that was it was mm -hmm. my cat and then and then I uh ultimately moved away from Ashland and ended up uh it was supposed to be a temporary loan of the cat to my partner in Seattle then turned into a permanent home with his roommate who he no longer lives with but the cat is still with the oh my gosh yes, sweet Tim has a forever home Tim <laughs> has a forever home and he's much happier there he doesn't oh, bite anymore he's big and fat and even he has a live-in boyfriend named Petunia oh my god <laughs> and they're both huge they're both huge boys and I remember I would take him to the vet and the vet would be like how's the big handsome boy <laughs> He was like 17 pounds. He was he? huge. Yes. They put him on, they put him on the scale. Like, oh, he's 17 pounds. So I was like, oh, is he like overweight? And they're like, no, he's yeah. just big. Yeah. <laughs> like they did not think that he needed to lose weight. He was just big. Yeah. Um, Riley, Animals come yeah. in different shapes and sizes. Some of it? them are big boned. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Wiley is thinking of getting a cat. <gasps> and I told him, don't oh, get a cat. Like no god no <laughs> right now no fuck i told him I'm don't not for uh, i am not no 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 again for a long time yeah you you got two kittens who are adorable and um it's wonderful but i think that he where, where his energy and attention level is that he needs like an adult cat and i told him to go into the shelter and ask to see their roundest cat <laughs> yes perfect yes yeah, it, <laughs> adult adult cats can um give off the energy that they're listening <laughs> you know 
baby babies um kind of can't do that they just are are a million miles a minute <laughs> kittens are kittens are high energy they need a lot of attention and a lot of care and i know cats are kind of notorious for 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 thinking that you know you don't need a lot of attention and care obviously miso is fiercely independent uh, that's your kitty um but you know kittens are a whole other kettle of fish i think he just needs to get a nice old fat cat yeah i mean the old ones are really overlooked and those are those are actually the best ones the older cats are are so they are so set in their ways and they know what they want and so there's no like sidestepping around the situation with them no 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 i i i would like a cat in the future but i don't think i would ever get a kitten i think i just want a, a grown-up cat mm -hmm. a big fat cat around my house exactly um did you hear that text sound go off yeah oh i i don't know if i'm going to be able to edit that out so i'm sure like a bunch of people just reached for their phones and were like oh did i just right everyone text? <laughs> i don't no. know if you can hear my cat screaming in the other room but no i can't i can't oh, I do you need to go check on do you need to go check on the no no, no he's he just got he uh he probably is misbehaving so he bad bad way separated from everyone else <laughs> oh had to be separated i my favorite parts of whenever you were in a drink along was when miso would make an appearance and you'd pick miso up and miso would yowl and like be like that, yeah that, that tiktok trend <laughs> <laughs> um how is miso how is she doing with all with the kittens and the everything she's good um you know she's very clear with her boundaries she always has I mean, been <laughs> uh, she loves Lily. I mean, they, I mean, she plays with both of them. Um, she, Fern is so in love with her mm. in the way that he just wants to Mom. walk into the bed and curl up next to her and just like, like splay out next to her. And but she doesn't want she, that. She screams bloody murder. Like she like hates it. Yes. So, um, you know, we'll see through the years if that changes at all. <laughs> you know, you know what I've observed is in cats, this has become the, the per cast now. Um, what I've observed in cats is that they, um, they really like other, other cats of the same sex as them. And mm -hmm. when you try, unless they're like kittens or litter mates are brought up together it's it's difficult to um to make a, a a male cat and a female cat like cohabitate well so it's good that you got him as a kitten so even if even if she doesn't like love that he's you know likes her personal space <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be perfectly perfectly all right how was the wedding that you attended oh my god um in all honesty it was really pretty but it was one of the most taxing weddings I've gone to. Oh no. It was so hot. It, it was, was very we were, hot. We were up in Eugene out in the forest. And so I was hoping it would be a little bit cooler. Uh, we were in the middle of a heat wave uh, and it was supposed to be 112 or something. Oh geez. And oh no. We were lucky that it was 110. <laughs> was it smoky? Like, no, it wasn't at all. So that was really nice. Um, this whole trip actually that I had up in Oregon, th there was hardly any interactions with the you smoke. You missed the smoke. So like you, I forget, when did you? I was the end of the month in yes. March. Or so what, 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 March? March. <laughs> we all still think it's March. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So you like left right before the smoke rolled in and what, so on the day that the smoke rolled in, 
mm-hmm. like the the day the McKinney fire started. This little super date us as we as we move forward. But on the day that that happened, uh, our 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 hosts of our our sister podcast, uh, Gay for Play, were coming into town for the weekend. Yes. Eric Solis and Laura Strenarkova shouts out. Um, so angry to miss them. <laughs> they. Um, I was house sitting at my parents' house, which is very close to the California border. And this fire was like right there. So I am like stressing the fuck out thinking that I'm going to have to like evacuate all of my parents' animals and grab the, the whole grab, farm, <laughs> gra- evacuate the whole farm. My parents like oh, said before they left, they're like, if fire comes, just turn the donkey loose. Oh like, my God. <laughs> no. And of course, their dog Liberty hates Wiley. So like, I was like, Oh God, it'll be like a nightmare trying to get her in the car and I won't be able to find the cat. And oh, my nice back thing. is kind of fucked up. So I won't be able to like bring in like the heavy fire boxes that they want me to save. If, if they have to evacuate nightmare. So then on, then the boys are coming also and <laughs> they show up immediately. The power goes out. Oh my God, dude. Immediately. Like we are, I'm bringing their bags like up to the door. Power goes out. I thought it was Wiley being a piece of shit and like turning the lights off to fuck with us. Um, but no, the power went out and um, my phone was on 25% battery. Oh, of course. And I was like, I need to check for fire updates. Like I'm so stressed out, but it was actually really good to have them there. We just like, you know, smoked a blunt and yeah. uh drink I mean, what some. else are you gonna do yeah we had some I had some like my aunt had brought like bottles of champagne that she left at the house when she was visiting so we popped open a bottle and we yes. played, <laughs> we played dominoes and it was actually it was very relaxing and a good time and then a couple hours the power came back but yes you missed the big smoke and the big fire and then you had you got yeah so lucky you it didn't hit you up in Eugene no yeah and then after that we went up to Portland and right. it was of course beautiful there but um, also still hot yeah, very humid one day and then mm-hmm. and then really chill the next. And you know, oh Coming back into Medford, it was it was clear again. So we really Yeah, the wind, the wind changed and it, and it cleared up after a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I just moved to Maryland. You did an odd place. Oh, really? Yeah, I like it. Like Here's the thing. Humid. I uh so like I have been here before. It's day I, what? Wait, wait, it's day what? Three. Three, day three. Okay. Day three. Yeah, not bad. Um, but I, I got here like in a heat wave and it was so hot and so moist. And then last night there was, I was like heading out the door to go on like one last target run with the car I rented and like pick up some boxes from a friend who was storing them. And the most insane, crazy storm started, like just as I got to my car door and like, I thought it like started flooding immediately and wow so first of all like I have trauma around flash floods um and also I'm soaking wet and like I like start to drive and I'm like I'm not gonna die for this target run (laughs) right so I like came back inside and I like called my parents neither of them picked up I texted them like big storm I'm scared (laughs) Like, like I need you. This is really what you're for. yeah, really loud thunder and lightning. Aww. Wiley is at the river. I know that he's like out of cell service, and I can't call him. I'm just like sitting in my room, Shit. scared. Um, so so far, you should have called me. Well, I I I ended up. Uh, my friend Benny ended up texting me, and I was like, "Are you available to talk?" Yeah. <laughs> so it worked out good, fine. Good um, 
I found, I found comfort. Um, but <laughs> it, <laughs> so it's so far, like it's been good. It cooled down a lot today. I had to give the car back. So then I ended up walking like a mile and a half to target and I needed nice. to do that. I wasn't me being stupid. I was like, I need to do this. And it's going to be the sweatiest walk of my life. I was correct. It was the mm -hmm. sweatiest <laughs> walk of my life, but now I've done it. And like, now I know a little bit more about my surroundings. Yeah. That's always, you got to get your bearings. You got to give yourself time in yes. the new space. Yes. And you only have a week before orientation starts. Yeah. And I'm just learning now that a whole orientation uh, schedule was sent out and not, not to me. <laughs> oh, what? What did you get skipped on that? Listen, institutions <laughs> gonna institution. Seriously. And it's been every day I email the admin lady and I say, God. well, yeah, I say, Hey, I'm trying to register for my classes using the link you sent. And I'm having these issues like you're I, it, there's a block on one of the classes saying that i, I need to like uh, department permission to do it and also there's a time conflict with one of them and every day she emails me back and says that she has fixed it and every day she's lying <laughs> oh my god i do not miss that one oh i gave up i'm like i've stopped emailing her at this point i was like i'm just gonna figure it out when we're all in person yeah, just go go to the classes and be like, hi, no one's helping me. <laughs> well, also, it's not like the classes are going to fill up. Like, no. I don't pick my classes. The curriculum is like set for me. So it's like, I will take the class no matter what. <laughs> um, so it's fine. But like, <laughs> this is like what I've been dealing with. But then it got cooler out today and I got to sit on my back porch and read a book. And I walked to a nearby 7-Eleven, not a mile and a half away, you. just like you a couple down the block in a nice backyard. And I... Uh, I got a drumstick that I ate half of and decided it was too much. And I tossed it in my neighbor's trash can. And now I'm uh, talking to you. And That's awesome. uh, that sounds like a perfect late summer day. So far, yeah. so good. And uh, yeah, I got to see a friend of mine who is here, who's in the program. He's a year ahead of me. Oh, right on. Yes. And then uh, my other friend who just graduated the program, who I only met because she was like my... I'm going to show you around the campus, uh, student buddy, when I came to visit, but she's, oh, cool. uh, I have friends is basically yeah, you this is me trying to flex that I have friends on day um, three on day I'm killing it. And, um, <laughs> no, I, I, my roommates are great. It doesn't seem like they're going to shit on the floor. <laughs> the subscribe to, uh, the Patreon. If you want to hear me tell the story about my uh, former roommate who shat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash that do it for you pod and subscribe for as little as $1 to hear about the time that my roommate shat on the floor. defecated <laughs> outside of the designated defecation area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a oh, good one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the, the what, what what version of that story did you hear? Oh, don't um, tell me. Don't tell me. Save it. <laughs> did I tell you when we were outside when we were drinking at um? And he was double masked. Yep, I told like, you that. Yeah, good. Out. I told you the good. I called told you the good version. Yes. Uh, I, yes, I was. <laughs> It was a very entertaining. <laughs> oh my God. You, I mean, I'm just so jealous that you like live with your partner and don't have a, like other roommates now. 
I know you guys have been doing long distance for a long time. I thought Kelly and I were a long time. Well, no, we got to, we got to live together for the past. We started living together. Wait. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Lost it. Found it again. <laughs> that was a really neurodivergent moment that you just witnessed. I was living for it. Yeah, you have them too. Um, we uh, were living together from March of 2020 to June of 2020, and then did some distance. And then he lived in a house in Ashland, but we didn't live together um, from right. August of 2020 through May of 2021. And then he and I moved in together May of 2021 and we moved across the country together to New York living together but not just the two of us when we lived in New York hence the the story that you can subscribe to my Patreon to <laughs> right to hear about a lovely lovely story um but yeah it is it's 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 I miss I miss him but we do distance pretty well because we're both pretty independent people yeah, I feel like Kelly and I did the same pretty decently. Uh, we made an effort to see each other like every month um, and we stayed true to that pretty much. So that was probably what did it because it was about a year and a half of that. And then and then we moved in and we knew that like the moving in with roommates was going to be not for ever. Um, and so now it is hard to believe. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like living what we talked about. Like what I manifested has fucking happened. <laughs> You're so grown. It's incredible. It's weird. But you don't get to be grown without first doing some growing up. So I, I think said it better. I, this is a perfect time to segue into the topic at hand. Krista, you, um, we have been trying to set this up for, for so long, and there have been many proposed topics. That is um, correct. And then one that kind of flitted through the atmosphere for a second and then uh, was lost to the annals of history um, that then came back when we were, came back to us when we were together. Uh, would you like to tell us what we are yes. discussing today? Today, we are discussing Peter Pan, the... Um, little kid real life version <laughs> it was the 2003 live action peter pan i knew it was 2003 i was either 2003 or 2006 it yeah. was 2003 and i i'm amazed that it's taken us this long to talk about this film um <laughs> not like just specifically you and i but like on this podcast um i'll play some music i think it had like a pretty iconic soundtrack as far as i remember <laughs> No, wait, that's Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic Park! <laughs> <laughs> Another iconic soundtrack. <laughs> if someone's sexually awoke to Jurassic Park, you can email the pod at sexualawakeningspod at gmail.com. And Didn't you uh, have an episode with Jurassic Park already? No. 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 Nolan. Nolan's actually awoke to Jurassic Park. Well, he's obsessed with it. Nolan Sanchez, if you are listening, if you are one of my <laughs> handful of listeners, would you please reach out and let me know? Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, so uh, 2003, Peter Pan, live action, 
Um, I, I would love to know uh, your first kind of memories of this film. They don't necessarily have to be horny, but if they were, you can share that. Um, how did this come into your life and, and what are some of your, your memories around it? I think I was like in sixth grade possibly when it came out. And so it was just at that start of like the Abercrombie, uh, <laughs> American Eagle, like V-neck hot pink shirts showing a little bit of boob, showing the little lacy camisoles that you wear underneath. That was happening. The jean skirts, the etnies, like all of that was happening. Oh my God, the etnies. Oh wow, yeah. poor memory. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, my cool friends asked me to go and I went and I was, I was kind of a weird kid <laughs> in that I didn't like real people movies. Um, so, a AKA, you still don't. Um, that wasn't a cartoon. <laughs> you still don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so um, I was kind of nervous to go because <laughs> I didn't know what like would, I don't know. I, real people movies scared me. I, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and so um I went and um they the reason they wanted to go was because Peter was so hot and I remember looking at it and being like Peter looks like a girl why would I blah, 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 you know but then we get into the movie theater and we watch the movie and literally the entire time it's just me and my friends like drooling at the screen you know going crazy um, so the first thing that I remember is just <laughs> Peter peeking through the window, like a fucking freak, with his one little eye, perfectly like arched down, like, um, uh, like, oh God, um, eyebrow, like that fucking photo of yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was like on, it was like, the, the yeah, arm in the eye. yeah. Yes. So he like literally looked like that and like, was like giving like weird eyes to Tinkerbell or somebody. Oh, the dog, the fucking dog. Nana. <laughs> Nana. Um, but like, I was just like, Ooh, bad. Ooh. Um, like, <laughs> mischievous oh my god <laughs> and then I saw like he showed his full face and it was the open mouth that I was like what is inside of there like I want me to crawl like, in yeah and so um and he looked like a girl and so I was like very yeah. confused and Wendy holy fucking shit she was beautiful I at that time in my life I had never seen a more beautiful person <laughs> they were both like so stunning mm -hmm. yes um I have like I remember I don't think I saw the movie in theaters or if I did I have a very little memory of it but I do remember watching it a lot uh on like dvd and like mm -hmm. renting it from the video store and also feeling distinctly like I couldn't watch it with my parents like I had to be alone 100 oh, <laughs> percent I was so happy that my mom didn't come with me to the theater. Like it was just us kids. Like I would have, I would have lost my. It was like it. I really did feel like something distinctly pornographic was going on. Like it. And now I, I literally get yeah. on top of her in like the first like five minutes. I so like while she's sleeping. I know you and I both um, rewatched the the movie recently. Um, what are your What are your thoughts upon revisiting this classic? I mean, so here's the thing. 
I've always thought that living in London was like the coolest place. It was to live. it, like, yeah. Yeah, like it was like magical and everything fairy came from there. And so like I viewed that and as like just perfect, you know, as, as the goal. And um, I also remember this time around when I saw the mom, I remember being like, oh, I was attracted to the mom too. She's so hot. She's such a mess. This is darling. This is darling. She has a kiss in the corner of her mouth. What the fuck is about the kiss? Like, what even is that? The aunt's obsession with the with her niece is so weird. Perfect. And it's like, what is it? Just the 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 curve of your lip? Like, what even is it? You know what I I really was struck by upon rewatching this movie is that um, every single person in it is a pervert. And um, I know, uh, truly, the, you the audience member are then also like implicated in this. You like you also are a pervert. It, it, the whole thing is filthy dirty and amoral <laughs> there's so many lingering moments where like it, it it's always is just like a long pause and you're like wait are you making me think that or am I thinking that you no, know like, like Peter shows up and immediately Wendy is like okay are we making out or what right? like she's down bad instantly immediately like she sees him floating above her bed and like is making fan art about it (laughs) she yeah oh and like yeah you're right like she is beautiful but I think like what it is even more at least for me it was like the the chemistry between those two 12 year olds off the charts well yeah that was that was another thing that I was like oh my god this is acting this because I was already acting at that point but I was like I never like this is masterpiece you know like dude yeah I remember 12 year old me was like they are the best actors yeah these are and then of course now like watching it again like oh the script is like hokey you know what's fun and interesting though one of the lost boys uh was in uh 1917 I recognize was it the kid that was like kind of like uh the straight edge lost boy who was like I know things and I'm gonna tell you guys <laughs> I don't remember he I think he played curly oh yeah yeah, yeah. I think he played curly um oh, no. and obviously like it's hard to like not compare this movie to hook right mm-hmm. um another kind of like weirdly erotically charged Peter mm-hmm. Pan And like, you know, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this. Like, because Peter Pan, even though it's like notoriously about like a boy who never will grow up, Mm -hmm. it's also, I think in a lot of the adaptations of the original play, it feels like it's a coming of age story more so for Wendy and Wendy discovering her, like her having her awakening. Yeah. Um, Even if like, it's for like, you know, an emotionally stunted forever child. Right. (laughs) And ain't Um, that just the way. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, that's definitely the thing that's going to give you a kick in the pants to grow up is a grown-up baby. (laughs) And that scene where they're like dancing in the garden and the fairies and then she's like, can we like have the relationship talk? And he's like, why do you always do this? You ruined it. Who amongst us has not had feelings? Who amongst (laughs) us has not had that conversation? My God. Literally, literally almost every single relationship I've had has had me trying to be like, but 
but please just share, share with me. Any your exact feelings for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, I, I can see you have a thought on the tip of your tongue. Uh, Hang on. I, I asked you kind of your thoughts about um, Wendy's sexual awakening and coming of age right I mean I it it's something that I think is like almost a given just because I, I don't think the main character ever is Peter Pan even though he's the title of the story I think Wendy is the one you know like what's the deal with all the kids being so obsessed with calling her mother what's like all of this stuff like it, it, the way that she's treated in Neverland is what she's avoiding at home. Yes. Yes. So absolutely. Like, you know, and she's like, I could stay here forever. And then she's like, oh, I forgot my real life and my family. I have to go home. But it's like, so you realized in having all of that fun and make believe that you actually can handle what life is going to throw at you. Absolutely. Yes. Something I also noticed is that like, again, because this is a movie full of perverts. Um, yes. <laughs> The aunt saying like, oh, she has a kiss in the corner of her mouth is the aunt sexualizing Wendy in a way oh, that does not give Wendy any sort of agency versus like the way that she like feels about Peter and obviously how bad, like down bad she is for Peter is like, it is like some, it, it's her own sexual agency. So it's like, it feels like even though like her options in the real world are to become wife and mother, like she'll be dragged by the hair into that um mm. that version of growing up versus the you know embodied and um self-choosing cho this you know she's going to play mother and she's going right. to, to do it her way and um yeah. with this person that she's you know just obsessed with um <laughs> and like yeah I think I I did like I I think having a, a girlhood and watching this you've it's it's very much like oh this is like this is a story about Wendy this isn't a story about Peter Pan well yeah I mean so much are, are expected out of little girls I mean they they said at the very beginning of the movie what that she's not even 13 or not even 12 or whatever yeah and they're like oh she has a kiss on the side of her lip you, 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 you. your love is coming soon you're gonna be a mom like what <laughs> And the aunt is like, you should come live with me. Like, like she's so set on taking over her life and um, showing her the way of one track that she can take. Yeah, know? my God. And so much of it, of course, because it's London and, and <laughs> things happen, but they're like, so much of it is like, oh, what would the neighbors think? Oh, this and that. Like, you have to go to social events and like the parents are kind of socially awkward and they're struggling and, you know, the aunt is so insistent on them behaving correctly too. It's like, what is the aunt's happy ending? <laughs> like, what does she what gets a kid? She ad she adopts a kid. She adopts. Yeah. Um, okay, like that's later, but like, what the hell is that about? I mean, they all they adopt like, like all of their kids. Up, people. Like, and it, it had very um, we will adopt your baby energy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't have abortion. Don't have abortion. We will adopt your baby. Oh, um, oh. But like, so like in a different way, because like in Hook, obviously Rufio is sexy. 
<laughs> obviously um he is prince zuko after all you're right <laughs> um but like that is so much about like peter and like all of the, but like versus like the 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 very of uh, female gaze of of peter pan yeah i was gonna say i think that might have been why i wasn't so drawn to hook as a kid mm. um and was more drawn to this one because you know it is more like it's girly and stuff yeah it's girly and um I but I also liked that you know the brothers supported Wendy being a pirate and supported you know like all of these things they were always on her team it wasn't like like yes there was sexism there obviously but like but there was also sexism. <laughs> <laughs> yes but there was also like this like yeah Wendy you can be whatever the fuck you want like I don't know it's nice no yeah nice to hear (laughs) very nice to hear like I just want to talk about for a second like because yeah my friends like all of my friends there was like um what's that act Jeremy Sumter fever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ran rampant like through every single girl and little gay boy our age in, in like a very like intense way so like that was like a big reason why I was like so yeah. excited it's like oh we're gonna talk about this because I think a lot of people were like and then he like didn't he like does stuff now but that was like it kind of bums me out because I feel like he had the makings of a of like of a, of a hunk of like a heartthrob he had that he had like a, a that stare down like the way oh, that he so looked down. at her and the smile too the fucking like joker smile that he has <laughs> just devious you know and yes so he, he he really had the the bearings to kind of do whatever he wanted in holly is holly holly and <laughs> holly hollywood, in hollywood essentially mm-hmm. um and so i it makes me wonder if you know the experience wasn't great or whatever it, like he you, like you said he is still doing stuff today but um yeah, I wonder. She's done a bit more. I, I like again. Like, I don't think either of them have been in anything big, but I know she like. I checked their IMDb's. Um, there's on the on the um, DVD behind the scenes like extra features, um, in like the making of uh, mm-hmm. what's his butt who plays yeah. the father. He's like a famous actor. Oh, oh, Lucius in Malfoy. The, in Japan? Um, yeah, yeah, Lucius Malfoy. Yes. Yeah. So Lucius Malfoy is him is like um he has like he's holding like an old camera phone or something or has a a camera with him and he's like we think there's a bit of a thing going on between Rachel and Jeremy. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like, like, oh my god. Yes. I wanted them to be dating. I have so much more to the movie magic, of course. And like, also kids will be kids. Like that's like you, uh, the Harry Potter 20 years later thing that showed all of those videos of all the people like dating each other and all that stuff. Like that shit is going to go down no matter what. Yeah. Spider-Man and MJ are always going to get together. Like just stop. It's always always gonna, it's always going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but then he like walks in on them and they're just like on a swing and they're like it's the Moulin Rouge oh my god so cute. I'm sure that they had like a very sweet little innocent uh romance as they were filming yeah. that um I, hope so. I mean it was yes. very sexually charged so she was like I just like can't I can't like 
for how down bad she was for him every second of that film. Yeah. She was not even like shy or embarrassed about it. She was like, is this happening? Is this going down? And I think he had blossomed. (laughs) Blossomed. The moment that he hovered over her bed, she was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm that ready. First, <laughs> first day of shooting, she's like, "Ah, yes, okay." <laughs> There's like that shot where they're like, when they're like in the room, in her room, and like the heart little like carving yes! in her bed, and they're like she's looking like at looking at, at him through the the, the heart, and he's looking at. I was like, mm, "This is like, why didn't this win for a best cinematography?" <laughs> it's so Romeo and Juliet. The cinematography in it is actually. I noticed that this time around, I was oh, like, nice. "Oh shit, yeah." It did not age poorly. Um, it aged- even just like when I when I was watching it as a kid, the special effects were like the best I had seen. You know, yeah, it was t- two thousand three. Like there was a whole new level of stuff happening. <laughs> yes. Well, it's important yeah. to remember that this movie is also a contemporary of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. So like, and I can feel that in the mm-hmm. movie and like, again, in the kind of like horny, like, uh, like quivering people and adventure and on the high seas and pirates and like cool special effects. Like you can tell that these movies are contemporaries of each other. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Very much so. I like, I should, I was like, it's pretty good. And Wiley watched it with me and he was like, oh yeah, I remember this movie. And he remembered even the uh, special uh, feature moment where Lucius Malfoy was like, I think there's a bit of a thing going on between Jeremy. Yeah. And, um, and truly like, I, I love how you, can you expand a little bit more on like, when did you realize that you were also attracted to Wendy? <laughs> And down bad oh, for Wendy. Oh, when I saw him get on top of her and I got furious. Um, <laughs> I was watching and I was just like, no. And I, in that moment, I like was taken aback and was like, wait, whoa, why am I so mad about her getting topped basically? And I, and like, and then I had the moment of, wait, I'm obsessed with Jeremy Sumter. Why am I so mad about her? Wait, who am I actually mad about? wait am I in love with my best friend wait am I you know like it was just kind of like a spiral downward after that down the rabbit hole after that uh yeah this this movie is uh I feel like uh, bisexual chaos in a way that we didn't even really recognize at the time um but I yeah they they just like were like let's find the most beautiful children (laughs) (laughs) and then make everyone perverts I know watch them fall in love watch them fall Um, in love and then like she kisses him on the mouth and he ele- elevates into the he, air like, fucking orgasms essentially yes <laughs> like, and, like he turns pink he and turns flies pink. up he flies up like 60 feet in the sky <laughs> and when my first kiss was not like that let me tell you i was gonna say okay you go first <laughs> no 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 i was like oh. I had unrealistic expectations for how the boy that i kissed for the first time would react to being kissed for the first time <laughs> I was a little bit let down, if I'm being honest. This yeah. Set up unrealistic expectations. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I thought that my first kiss would be like, I did not ever think, and I still am not one to endeavor. Could you, could you start um, the so story? I would have been Wait, Peter Krista, in this Krista, situation. Krista, Krista, could you start the story over? <laughs> yes. Where, where from the, uh, I asked you the question and then you you dropped out. 
what's the question again? The question was, what about you? What it was, oh. your, was your kiss a letdown because you saw this movie and yes, a hundred percent. I thought that, um, it would be exactly like the movie <laughs> and, um, instead it was years later, years later. Oh. <laughs> and, um, it was this guy who we were like, probably going to start dating and, or we already, I don't remember what the story was, but, um, we were at this, um, lake by my house with our friends. And, um, I was making it clear that I wanted him to kiss me all night. And I was like, I've never been kissed before, you know, that whole thing. And, um, he goes into the bathroom and is in the bathroom for a long time. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is he doing in there? Like, is he pooping? And, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. And then he comes out and um, later he tells me that he was nervous and was like splashing his water with oh. his face with water and like trying to calm himself down. But <laughs> he like came out of the bathroom and like kind of charged me and like, uh. <laughs> and his hands were still wet no. <laughs> and his face was wet. And so it was just really, really wet. No. And I was just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> oh man oh no so it was nothing like in the movie at no. all um I agree with you uh expectations were um through the roof compared to what I got yeah they really set us up for like a crazy letdown <laughs> really I think I've told this story before but my first kiss was in seventh grade at a movie theater and I mm. was quote unquote dating this boy and his name was George. I do not remember his last name, um, but uh, we all went on like a big group hang. I don't think he and I ever hung out one-on-one, um, but we went to go see some horror film that was, I know, I don't know who I thought I was, um, <laughs> but he was next to me and he whispers in my ear, my friend Alex thinks I should kiss you. Oh. And I was like, huh? And then he goes, can I kiss you? And I go, I guess. Oh my God. And then he kisses me, but he kind of misses and hits me on the kiss in the corner of my mouth. Always. Oh my and God. I thought about that, this movie actually. And then he like, he was like, he like threw himself back in his chair and he was like, oh, that was great. Oh my God. So he kind of did have a Peter Pan reaction. I guess he did, but I was kind of hoping that I would also feel good about it, but exactly. I did not. I did not. And then I like, cried later at home and I was like that was not a good first kiss that wasn't what I wanted and then I uh broke up with him two days later yeah but he was like and when and when I broke up with him he cried and we were in the cafeteria and he was like but I love you and you were in seventh grade we were uh, yeah (laughs) yeah it was a I hope he's I hope he's doing good wherever he is me too I hope that your fella is also doing good wherever he is. I don't. <laughs> oh, he's a bad man. I hope I don't that know. He's Actually, um, I, don't, I don't know if he's a bad man or not anymore. <laughs> he was a bad man when he was a kid. <laughs> uh, bad, bad boy. I feel like I should start asking people about their 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 first kiss stories or or notable kiss stories from their youth. I feel like this is a fun question to ask. It is. It's really cute. Well 
sometimes cute sometimes cute well whatever someone would be wanting to share obviously I'm not going to be like dig out some trauma and please (laughs) share it on the pod (laughs) not that you know we all haven't done that aired our trauma in a public way we're all online oh yes we are um we are we're gonna start wrapping up because I'm tired um and it's almost my bedtime um Uh, but I I mean I have some more questions we aren't done um uh, but uh (laughs) so like obviously I cannot end a conversation about Peter Pan without bringing up the tiger lily in the room oh my god (laughs) yeah so like I remember again watching the special features and being like okay cool they got like an actual like indigenous girl who actually I think she was I think she was speaking. Oh, wow. It's going to sound so ignorant if I say what I think she was speaking. I think she was speaking Cherokee or Navajo. I mean, Um, the subtitles said foreign language. Yeah, foreign language. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) But and then like I was like, okay, like and then she had the murdered and missing indigenous woman on her. So like my first to the boys. Yeah. So like, then they got into their garb and I was like, okay. And then like the healing ceremony for the teddy bear. I was a little bit like, and just like, and just like having it be all like kind of flouncy and just kind of like, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like, obviously we are both white people. So like, this isn't like our, we may speak in ignorance here. And if, if, like, if, if someone listening at home, it, it, it like knows more than we do please let us know or like if if we get things wrong please please let me know um but like I just kind of felt like obviously it's not the cartoon Peter Pan or the musical Peter Pan that are just so like ah so racist but like it's still racist yeah they had the line the one-liner you like saying the word like like the little kid was like yeah they call her a savage yeah Uh, and I know that they are British colonizers so like that's just like what they (laughs) do but like multiple layers and just like yeah so like obvious yeah not not age well no and I do we do you even think do you think that they're like is Peter Pan something that we just like have to let go of because there's no way that we can make a hundred percent I really do think that because I mean I've never been one to be obsessed excuse me obsessed with the storyline except for the fact that there's mermaids and pirates and the island is pretty and like all of these things yeah fairies like all the the fantastical fantastical parts but to lump native people indigenous people in with fantastical beings oh great point yeah like a little like (laughs) Like, yeah totally 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 that is such a fantastic point like the oh yes the addition of like indigenous people on this island has like a couple weird implications one the fact that they like clearly like if they're indigenous people on this island this is their land and the lost boys are colonizers and like then also like it kind of feels like you're totally right it contributes to like the myth of like oh indigenous people are a past tense thing 
hundred percent. Yeah. Versus like pirates, which are like even the real pirates that existed relied so much on lore about them in order to like go about their business. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like, yeah, you're so right. Yes, the, the inclusion of indigenous people in this story, the implications. Just, that... And the storyline alone. I mean, yeah, like uh Peter Pan syndrome, yeah. Wanting, like letting go of certain things, learning to, you know, uh, trust your child self with blah, 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 you know, all of the things that you can make up to make the storyline worth it is great. But like, we have a million others, <laughs> right? You don't need to like be racist <laughs> indigenous people to tell this story. And yet, yeah. and yet, and yet it could um, be retired. It could be retired. It could. I would feel also remorseful if I didn't bring up, um, I read a, a fun article um, about how, so one of, one of the first explorers of the Antarctic was a like very close friend of J.M. Barry, and they wrote each other a lot of them types of letters, if you catch my drift. Mm history hates lovers uh good pals good buddies besties bros romance <laughs> whatever you want to call it and like oh, um, <laughs> yeah so like this explorer guy took like a copy of peter pan with him to the antarctic and like i think died out there but like had his copy of peter pan on him and um, J.M. Barry dedicated either like one of his books or one of his plays to that explorer guy. I feel like I remember hearing about that in years past. Um, yeah. Why can't we just let people be happy? History <laughs> hates lovers. I um, don't get it. I know. I know. <laughs> if you could, if you could say something to to young Krista about this about this film, um, what would you like to say to little thirteen year old Krista? Um, it would probably be your assumptions are correct. Ah! <laughs> lean into him a little bit earlier than initially uh yeah it, it just lean into that part of yourself if if you have that feeling that tug that pull um see where it goes it's not scary ah, it's an adventure <laughs> to love yeah be an awfully big adventure 100 <laughs> percent. yeah this movie loved that line they were like, i know the, this the few like really famous fucks. lines they would just plug in oh my god this line fucks they said um <laughs> love it love it love it um what was your sex ed like well in growing up then did, did you ever have the talk hmm. i never had the talk I mean, my, my mom pulled me aside in church once and was like, Krista, do you know what sex is? Oh, <laughs> like Barbara! And I was like, like nervously shook my head. Yes. And, and she just like, was like, okay, I just, I, okay. <laughs> like, ah! Um, but we were, we were already having sex ed. And so like, uh, that was, that was my like family talk. And then, um, school was mostly, uh, like all, I, all, I just remember seeing the hairy tongues from smoking too much tobacco, <laughs> and, like, um, asking questions about your period. And, um, 
I remember not getting enough information, of course, because uh, when I did get my period, I was wearing blue underwear. And so my period was, it was, it looked like black. And so I didn't know what was happening to me. I thought I was dying. Oh no. <laughs> it wasn't how, the first thing that came to my mind, you know. How carry of you. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, I love that. But like, you didn't have like, it wasn't like abstinence only ed- education in school. Did you ever like, did you ever have like the condom demonstration? No, maybe it was you guys, you're from like Placerville, California, or maybe you didn't want, I'll bleep that out if you don't. Yeah, I'm from Placerville at, at the time. Um, it's a little bit bigger now, but at the time when I was growing up there, um, it was only 9,000 people. So mm-hmm. it's probably, I think now it's like 10 or like, you know, 14, maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was a really small town. Um, abstinence was definitely pushed, mm. but condoms, I remember seeing them, you know, um, around school and stuff like they were, they were in little baskets, right? And the nurse's like office, an adult, you know, that yeah. would you. like, if you took, I never, I remember one time I took a bunch because I thought it was candy and then I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is this? This does not look tasty, ma'am. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're, yeah, 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 yeah. My Ashland high school was supposed to be abstinence only, but they did not, they didn't do that. What did they do instead? We like had, you know, pretty cis, straight, normative sex ed. Um, in middle school, we had kind of this like cool, hot, um, health teacher who like told us about the time she got chlamydia and yeah. And I I think that was like a lot for the boys to handle. Um, not the chlamydia part, just like her being hot and talking about like sex at all. (laughs) Like, I feel like we got like pretty like basic, like this is like what your body, like this is what happens like chemically to your body when you go yeah. through arousal. They didn't separate us out when we were having like, so like the separated. boys, yeah, the boys learned about periods too. I don't know if they were listening, but like they did not separate us out. I remember one day at recess, all the boys came up to us and they go, are you cold? Sarah, are you cold? Michaela, are you cold? Are you cold? And it was because they found out in their sex ed that nipples get hard when they're cold and so they were running around to all the girls asking them like this like nasty question like this very invasive question oh little like, bitches little bitches one and also fucking uh, adults come on like <laughs> yeah the kid the, where are the grown-ups <laughs> yeah <laughs> that like gives harassed on the playground yeah that gives very um is your muffin buttered energy exactly <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Well, uh, Krista, if people want to find you online, where can they find you? Um, I guess on Instagram and be real. <laughs> yeah. Love be real. Your mom uh, on be real is super adorable, by the way. She's always doing her little Peloton classes. Her Peloton classes. And then she's always at work <laughs> or like it's the dog. <laughs> Barbara lives just, I envy her life. I am just like, God, Babs. Yeah. You got it going good for you. Yeah, she do. She sure do. Um, yeah, no, uh, my Instagram handle, I mean, everything, all of my social media is personal. So like my TikTok, I'm literally just on the toilet talking to my phone. You oh, know, you're on like, the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time I'm on the toilet. On oh, good to know. <laughs> Didn't know that. Okay. So like, yeah, all of my, all of my, everything is personal. I'm always, that's just who I am. So, um, my Instagram handle is 
uh, at Krista underscore UNF, um, which is a version of my last name, a very small version. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it also makes that uh, sound. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah, love I think that. that's the same on uh, Be Real. <laughs> love, 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 love. It's, you're so easy to find because you use the same. I yeah. should do that. I should do that. I should become easier to find. No, I had to block my um my advisor on Twitter because I kept liking gross <laughs> tweets and I was like, I don't want him to know that I've done this. Yeah, I have to be easy to find because I have to be able to find myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to promote? Uh, not at the moment. Um, I have a short that's going to be in a um film festival but i don't know when <laughs> oh but the that's short... exciting yeah 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 booked and blessed i know that you you yeah. recently i mean you might have to bleep this i don't know like what the nda rules are on this but weren't you in a taco bell commercial oh yeah that's that was forever ago <laughs> oh did it air already yeah, yeah 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 it was it was really fun um did, did it already air did i miss it Okay, so I asked them like where it was going to be airing, and it it aired in South America. <laughs> it, can you find? Do you get a copy? Like, can we see it? I got can a picture. <laughs> I can post. I can post my hand holding a taco. Oh, that should be the picture that we post on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, just we send it my way. We'll send it. It'll be Jeremy Sumter's face in the taco. <laughs> that is such a fucking funny idea, Eleanor. If you're listening, um, <laughs> that is so funny. Um, do you have a recommendation? Anything that you've been uh, reading, watching, playing, listening to oh. lately? I have this book. This book is called The Swerve and it's basically just, um, I just started it. So I don't know a ton about it, but it's it's just like a really nice way to look at the world. And I read it when um, the news is getting to be too much or uh, my anxiety is getting to be too much. And it just kind of makes me feel like a little atom on a little salt rock. <laughs> I love that. It's nice yeah. to feel in the words of Jewel. I hope you still feel small when you stand mm. beside the ocean. <laughs> but I have one last question for you before okay. before we before we stop recording and, and, and do the gossip portion of the evening. Mm -hmm. Um Krista, did that do it for you? It so did. Ah! <laughs> yeah, baby. To 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 die or to live, whichever version you're doing of this, would be an awfully big adventure. Big adventure. <laughs> Well, that did it for me. Hope that did it for you. Thank you so much for listening. That Do It For Ya is hosted and created by Leo Grierson, edited and produced by Leo Grierson and Eric Solis, theme songed by Eric Solis, and visual design is by Benny Kessler. Follow us on social media at That Do It For Ya, wherever you social your media. That Do It For Ya is a proud arm of the Juvenalia Collective. To find out more about the collective and what we do, you can head over to thejuveniliacollective.com. And if you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash thatdoitforyapod to join our horny little community. 